Welcome to the Lyrics and Life podcast with Barry and Katrina, where we journey together uncovering the meaning behind song lyrics and the relevancy to everyday life. We aim to create a space where listeners can connect with music in a deeper and more meaningful way and discover new opportunities for personal growth and spiritual growth. Hi, welcome to episode number two, Making Room, where we are going to discuss the song Make Room by Community Music. And the themes that we saw in this song are surrendering and allowing God to take control in your life. Um, so I'm going to go through the lyrics and the first verse and the chorus. So the words are, here is where I lay it down, every burden, every crown. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down, every lie and every doubt. This is my surrender. And I will make room for you to do whatever you want to, to do whatever you want to. The reason we chose this song is because we have allowed surrender and making room for God uh, very applicable in our life. We have intentionally done that. We have intentionally done certain things in our life to to allow God to do whatever he wants to in our life. And that's one of the reasons why this podcast has come out to begin with is because through prayer and through meditation and just through connecting together as husband and wife, it was just something that we felt like we needed to do. And that's what we discussed on the first episode. So one of the elements that is in this song is surrender. And that first verse said, here's where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown, this is my surrender. Here's where I lay it down, every lie and every doubt, this is my surrender. And surrender has been one of my ultimate struggles throughout my entire life. And I believe that's probably a struggle for a majority of people's lives. So over the last year, I have been practicing mindfulness and surrender. Uh, let's go with the first topic of mindfulness. That is the, the day-to-day, minute-by-minute focus on God. And I have been purposely doing certain things in my mind and in my life that have reprogrammed myself, I guess, a little bit and redone a lot of that subconscious underlying pre-programming that has gone on for so many years of my life and I have come to realize that I just didn't surrender and so when I found this song or when we found this song it was one of those that just kind of just affected me really really a lot throughout the last year I have been a lot of prayer time a lot of um, just focusing on God and just listening and one of the biggest things that I've done is at work, we have a pond that I walk around. And one of these times I was praying to God and there's certain things that happen where he speaks to me or I have visions or whatever is the case. I had this vision of God and I walking together and he asked me, he's like, are you, are you done leading? Are you done pulling me where you want me to go? Or can I, can I, can I lead you? Can I take you where I want you to go? And I paused and it was one of those things where I, I, I literally had to pause and think about it. And it was at that time where I said yes, because I was sick and tired of not surrendering. I was kind of sick and tired of doing it my way and not God's way. 
And I'm and I pretty much said, hey, you know what? I'm gonna let you do whatever you want to, then God, because I I've come to this point where I just I don't want to do it myself anymore. I had to quit really lying to myself and being honest with where I was at. I had to lay down every crown, which was my ego, which was my as a guy, it was like, hey, I can do things all, I, I can do it all. I can fix it all. I can, I am a man. And I had to lay that ego down. And I had to lay down every single burden that has happened. And whether it be car issues, uh, we explained about uh, our daughter and her um, near-death experience last year, just most recently, my fractured leg. There are many different burdens that I have to lay down and allow God to work in my life and propel me further. The biggest other thing that I've realized within this one is uh, making room for God. So what have I done? I have got up earlier in the morning and spent time in prayer and meditation. Uh, I, I physically had to make room for God to do whatever he wanted to do. And that included prayer, reading the Bible, meditating, allowing God to speak in my life, being intentional with my time and allowing him room to do whatever he actually wanted to do. I definitely had to be mindful of my attitude and getting a check with God. Um, I, I just, I, there was just one of those things where I just had to be mindful. There's that mindfulness. There's that intentionality to be mindful for what is uh, being said to me by God. So to wrap this all up, making room is really surrendering ourselves and our stuff. Every lie, every doubt, our egos, all our burdens, our stuff. Okay, so I'm going to share just kind of a little personal story on how I make room. I can tell you that before I did surrender, Barry brought up our daughter, Cadence, having that near-death experience. And at that time is when I really surrendered my life over to him. Before I did live for worldly things, I lived for approval from people. I lived for all that kind of stuff that normal people do before I surrendered my life to him. And when I did, I, I surrendered and I said, okay, God, I'm going to live my life for you. I see like my life is going to be in your hands. I want you to lead my life just as I did, wanted him and realized that he was leading Cadence's life. And we got to this song, Make Room. And I never, my issue was I never made room for God. I always had excuses that I never had enough time. I had four kids, or we have four kids. I never had time for God. I would wake up in the morning. I'd get a cup of coffee. I'd play on my phone. I'd watch the news. All worldly things. And after I surrendered to him and I realized, you know what? Like, I need to put that stuff down. And that's where I find my time to read the Bible now in the morning. And I do a devotional in the morning. And it's crazy how much... Once you make room for him, how much he does in your life and how much better you feel, how, how it makes your day better even just by making room for him and letting him, giving your time to him. I was reading the Bible and we were preparing kind of for this podcast. One of the Bible verses that I found, I was looking at Bible verses dealing with making room for God and it was Revelations chapter 320 and it was says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and be with him. And it just made me really feel like now I've let him in my life and now he's running my life. He's 
showing me where to go just because I did open the door when he knocked. So obviously we can talk about how our personal stories have affected our lives. We can say this is our experience. This is what exactly what we have have done. So, but what can you do? What, what, what's, what's, what's good in our story that you can take and apply to your life? So here are certain things that I've done to surrender. This is what I've done to surrender and make room for God. The biggest thing is I got up 30 minutes earlier in the morning. I got up in the morning because I realized that my day starting off needed to start with God. That's my personal story, and it might be yours. Maybe you can't do it 30 minutes before. Maybe you can only do it 5 minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes before you wake up. Go to bed 15 minutes earlier. Or you redo your lunch breaks a little bit differently where you're taking your half an hour break or your hour break and you split it up and you take half of it and leave it for God or something at night or however you want to do it. But take time, be intentional with, with surrendering your time. One of the biggest things, and this has been the biggest thing, is journaling. And that is writing down my thoughts. And there are many different ways to quote-unquote journal. Um, you can easily do a Google search of this. Uh, you can read scripture. You can observe the scripture. You can apply it and you can pray about it. You can pray right away and allow God to speak into your life and then write. You can vent how you feel currently on the piece of paper and allow God to speak through you about that as well. So there are many different ways, and I've done them all. I have done where I've read a scripture or a devotional and wrote about that. I have prayed about something and wrote about it. I have just vented because journaling is such a therapeutic and just a releasing that then you can go back and see how your journey has progressed. Where were you? Where were you three months ago? Where were you a year ago? It just—it is a cool thing to look back and say, okay, where was I? And like I said, in, the, in about journaling, though that time that you spend with God it can be done with reading the Bible, um, doing devotionals, prayer, and meditation. The other thing that I've done too is listen listen to more worship music, and I'm praying the words that I'm singing. I'm not just saying the words. I'm praying them as I'm singing them because worship is prayer and prayer is worship. So those two things are so intertwined that when I'm actually singing those words, I'm actually praying them. And so there's a transformation that happens when, when you link your, what you're saying with how you feel. There's a link there that just, there's a transformative power within that. Then I also started asking God, I said, Hey, you know what? I want to be your hands and I want to be your feet, your eyes and your heart. Show me how to do that, please. Can you just show me how to be you? And allow that transformation and allow that feeling of saying, God, I'm surrendering completely all of myself and I want to be exactly like you are. I want your eyes, your hands, your feet and your heart. And just show me how to do that. And I got good, good at clearing my mind and getting silent. And that's really, really hard for a lot of people. I know I've talked to a few people about this and there's childhood trauma. There is uh, the, the mindset of always going 100 miles a minute. There's all this stuff that just goes on inside your mind that's very, very hard. But God wants to be 
with you in silence. Jesus talks about it in Matthew 6 where he says, go to your room and close your door and, and pray to your God in silence. Like God wants you to be clear and focused and his, your attention on him. And when your mind is racing about other stuff or there's issues that have happened in your life where silence is a, a major hurdle in your life, that can be very, very difficult. Ask God to remove that from you. Ask God to... Ask God to do something in you to allow you to connect with him in such a way that you've never connected with him before. And I've made room by living day by day. I'm no longer focused on the past and I'm not anxious about the future. I'm living moment by moment. I'm living in the present because my life has been this, this nagging little voice inside of me that said, oh, because you failed in the past, you're going to fail in the future. And I have allowed God to remove that voice and allow God to pinpoint exactly and put pressure on exactly where that voice came from. So now I can silence it because I've allowed God to live in my life in such a way, in such a manner that I've made room and I've been intentional about it. That that nagging voice that says, hey, you failed in the past is because you're going to fail in the future. does no longer has an effect on me. And that's the reason why we're doing our podcast. And that's the reason why we're doing the blog, because I've been mindful to pray throughout the day, slow down, breathe, and practice gratitude and thankfulness for what God has done in my life. So I know I touched on some of the things I've done to surrender and make room. But um, So getting up in the morning, turning off the TV, I kind of talked about. But another big thing I have done is, okay, so my day starts out, Barry leaves, and then I have to get the kids ready for school and take all the kids to school, and then I come home. And I usually have, depending on my schedule, I usually have about a half an hour to 45 minutes of alone time before I go off to work. And I used to use that time and think to myself like, oh, so I could get a whole TV show in on Hulu before I would take the kids off to, or before I would go off to work and it'd be peaceful and I could watch it without any kids screaming. And that's what I used to do. I took the time to watch TV and I've completely changed that and I use that time as turning up my praise and worship music and just sitting in a chair and praising and worshiping the Lord and praying to him and oh my goodness how crazy better my days have been going off to work and just realizing like having that conversation with God or seeing what he has for me getting that just amazing feeling of worshiping him. And then I go off to work and I go off to work in a positive attitude and a positive feeling. And how can I live my life for God now at the workplace? And I go into work and some people look at me like I'm crazy because I'm super happy and super positive. And they're like, what are you on? And I, I feel like all it is, is that I've been praising the Lord before I go to, before I go to work. Now, that's not to say that we have completely eliminated any kind of TV watching, any kind of entertainment in our life. We have just pivoted where we're placing that. So we are intentionally, in the beginning of our day, putting God first. Now, I can, I can tell you for a fact that she still watches shows. She still watches a lot of those talent shows and some other shows with our oldest son. And I still watch some of my shows. We pivoted where we're placing those things and we're not sitting there saying, okay, I need that. I need God first. So that's just kind of where our mindset is. None of those things are bad. 
They're, they're there for entertainment. We need to have entertainment in our life. We need to have joy. We need to have happiness in our life. And, and not that saying that God can completely give us joy and happiness all the time, but it's just the, it's just the fun things in life that we still want you to, to encourage you to have because those things are so enjoyable and God has allowed those things to come in our lives for a, a purpose and a reason. And sometimes we just need to just do a mind, mindless activity. Just because that's our, if our minds are constantly going all the time, there's no rest. And God wants us to rest as well. So there's, like, we're not saying we're removing all this stuff and you need to stop doing this now and you can't do this anymore. No, you can still do it. We're just saying, where's your intentionality at? And let's start putting God first. The biggest theme that we have seen in this song and throughout this podcast is the obstacle and the struggle of surrender. And that has been, in our lives, one of the biggest things that has been a hurdle that we have had to overcome. We had to lay down our egos. We had to lay down our burdens. We had to lay down the lies. And we had to lay down the doubts. Because the evil one wants to put in our mind the, what he thinks of us rather than saying, okay, what does God think of you? He wants you to completely have your mind wrapped around about how you feel about yourself and to stop you from moving forward, to stop you from surrendering to God. And it takes a daily commitment and it takes a daily mindfulness to say, hey, God, I am going to intentionally connect with you because I no longer can do this for myself and I need to make this all about you. Psalm 119.11 says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. You need to prioritize your relationship with Jesus. Make him number one in your heart and your life. Allow his words to dwell in your hearts and make room for him. So what can you do to surrender and make room for God in your life right now? What actions can you take at this moment to make that slight shift? Could it be waking up 15 minutes earlier? Could it be reading more? Could it be turning off the TV in the morning? Could it be adding prayer and meditation on God's word? So let us know what actions you are going to take today and write them down. That's, a, that's what I said before about journaling. Write down what actions you want to take. Write down what is on your heart to say, hey, God, this is what I want to work on. Can you help soften my heart or can you help me connect with you more? So that was, that's the conclusion of episode number two. Um, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Check out our Instagram at lyricsandlife.online. And there you will find a link to our blog and this podcast. Thank you for listening, and we will connect again with you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.